Welcome to a new episode of Private Equity in Your Industry. I'm Matt Weiss, and as always, I'm pleased to be joined by KPMG's National Sector Leader for Private Equity, Glenn Mincy. Glenn, how are you today? I'm great, Matt. How are you? I'm doing well, and we're pleased to also be joined today by Kristen Pothier. She's KPMG's Global Healthcare and Life Sciences Deal Advisory and Strategy Leader, as well as Jeff Stahl, who's the National Strategy Leader for Life Sciences at KPMG. And before we get to Kristen and Jeff Glenn, it's it's fitting as we begin to enter the time of year where the weather warms up that we're talking about one of the hottest sectors right now of private equity investment. That being healthcare and life sciences. The Wall Street Journal, not all that long ago, recently noted that the PE investment in the sector was over $9 billion alone in the final three months of 2020. Pretty remarkable statistic. And there's so many angles to cover, Glenn, but what's standing out to you uh, when you look at some of the trends and, and some of the specialization we're seeing with regards to PE and healthcare and life sciences? Thanks, Matt. And many thanks to Kristen and Jeff for being with us today. So when we generally talk about healthcare and life sciences, those subsectors really cover, uh, cover a wide range of investments. If you think about traditional healthcare investments, such as medical practices, hospitals, medical device manufacturing, they produce steady cash flows, which really seem to fit the PE model. Biotech investments, on the other hand, require longer time horizons and specialist expertise. And PE winds up taking bets in a sector where the drugs don't always live up to their promise. And regulatory approval can take a considerable amount of time as well. So I guess, Kristen, you've mentioned wrappers around biotech, you know, supply chains, labs, pharmaceutical services, diagnostic services. What trends do you guys see coming in the short term? One of the things that we're seeing here, you are exactly right. The two bookends of what you've just described are, are very specific areas of investing, but what we typically tend to see from a PE perspective is this middle of the continuum, this wrapper around pharmaceuticals and this wrapper around most of our healthcare that is um, diagnostics, biopharma services, laboratories, animal health services, these types of areas are very exciting to PE um, because of the ability to take a specific investment, really run with it for a couple of years, and then be able to shed it off into a strategic or, or another PE and, um, and be able to really have a, a gorgeous ROI coming from it. When we look at the last couple of months and even the last year in healthcare and life sciences, the life sciences portion of healthcare and life sciences has really been on fire with regards to a number of those different wrapper type services. Um, COVID, um, obviously at the heart of healthcare and life sciences in general, has sprung a number of different services and components to it that really enhanced these businesses around um, biopharma services, enhanced around diagnostic services and, and labs, and, and overall just really catapulted the whole space. And so what we saw overall is the deal market really getting much more interested in looking at these services, much more interested in looking at ways of bringing in these services and, and, and enhancing them over time, and really playing to them of as the rest of healthcare and life sciences had to move on. We still had to create our, our pharmaceutical launches. Our commercial launch strategies did not change. We still had to launch drugs. We still had to launch diagnostics. We still had to launch different products in this environment. And so most of what we saw in the services space really played to that component. 
and I have here with me Jeff Stoll, who's our National Life Sciences Leader, and he can talk a little bit more about biopharma services especially and what we, te what we saw in that particular space and how from a PE perspective it was really attractive and interesting. Jeff, over to you. Thank you for having me here. Um, you know, I think the important context we think about what happened in 2020 and, and then what's likely to move and happen in 2021 we really are in an era of innovation across life sciences. So everything that's happening in the biopharma industry related to cell and gene and other emerging new technologies, that's all having implications for where private equity is investing. Similar in medical device, we have you know evolutions around 3D printing and other really important technology advances. And again, the wrappers around that are, are areas of real interest for private equity. Similarly, similarly, as genomics and other types of technologies continue to advance on the diagnostic side, again, I think we're seeing, you know, PE really interested in the things that wrap around that, uh, looking for areas to play in and invest. And as we as we thought about or saw 2020 really emerge, um, while we had a brief sort of pause, I think, in the deal market, you know, sort of in that April, May, June time period, it really came back with a vengeance as the different PE players are really looking to deploy capital. And the themes that really emerged were across multiple areas. So specialist CROs um, and CDMO capabilities that were related to cell and gene were really hot. And there were a lot of areas of trying to find different ways of playing across that, whether it was related to bioprocessing, whether it was related to specific um, areas of enhancing manufacturing capacity. Those were some of the key areas that were really, um, really of interest. And we also saw a lot of interest in areas like um, medical communications and marketing, third-party marketing, digital capabilities. So a lot of things around data and, and the use of data and the ability to then also um, help the pharmaceutical industry really move much more towards an omni-channel type capability where they're not only pushing information out, but they're beginning to collect uh, information among their different uh, customer types, so healthcare providers and patients, um, to better target their their messaging. Um, that's still very much an early days discussion and in, in, in area, but there are platform companies out there that sort of specialize this and are evolving their capabilities. And I think PEs recognizing that they can they can make investments in some of these mid to smaller size companies and really ride that growth trajectory. Those are really some of the key areas in 2020 that we saw where PE was very focused on, particularly in that Q3 and Q4 time period. As we entered into 2021, um, I think many of those themes continue forward. However, there's a few things I say are additionally have begun to really evolve. You know, the thinking about the delivery of different types of therapeutics in, in new ways has also become um, an interest area for PE. Um, so, for example, home infusion, you know, the, I think what we're realizing is it's not just a COVID impact or event, but this is something that's longer term and going to be sustain itself as patients not only want to be safe during COVID um, and have their infusible therapeutics brought to them in their home when possible, but that the convenience that also offers to the patient and their lifestyle, that that's likely a trend that's here to stay longer term. And I think that for the pharmaceutical customers that are behind that, the idea of being able to have um, greater touch and impact with their clients through these third-party um, providers is really a, an important trend to kind of keep our eyes on. Um, you know, pharma would love to have a, a close relationship with their patients in a compliant way, obviously, and I think these home infusion services really provide that, that opportunity. So there's a, there's a range of things here that I think, um, as we think about 2021, are really going to be um, hot areas for PE to continue to invest in and, and look for opportunities to how to bolt on 
new capabilities to these types of businesses to just scale them and grow them. One of the final impacts that we saw in the PE market and even in our strategic market as well is around Jeff's point on innovation is specifically in laboratories, clinical laboratories. Uh, clinical labs has been the space that PE has always loved to hate. They are difficult businesses to run. They are difficult businesses to innovate in. However, in the era of COVID, these labs had to innovate very, very quickly. They had to bring on COVID testing. They had to push aside the rest of their portfolio, and they really had to come to um, to to serve um, our healthcare community. What we've also seen, though, is because of the influx in the revenue that they're generating from COVID testing, they are also bolstering their portfolios. And we're also seeing diagnostic companies, the diagnostic manufacturers, bring on these labs, which is a new trend and a new exit for PE as we think about what to do with labs as they move forward. So some of the latest um, deals that we've seen in the space have really focused on diagnostics manufacturing companies bringing in labs to continue that innovation, to continue that work over time. And that's just something that has been a new um, way of looking at this innovation moving forward. And so those are some of the components that we've seen across the PE market um, in, in the last couple of months that we've gone through. We want to thank you for taking the time on this, Matt, and, and we appreciate your, um, you know, your inviting us to our webcast. Well, this was, uh, this was a great conversation. And, and Kristen, as you know, you're going to be joining us on a future show. So we look forward to having you on another episode with, uh, with Glenn and myself. But uh, for now, thanks for those fascinating insights. It's an exciting time in the sector. And want to thank all of you for tuning into this edition of Private Equity and in Your Industry. And we hope that you'll tune in next time.